Good evening, good evening, everyone. I hope everyone is doing fine on this December 4th uh, Friday. I came to you guys because I had a story I wanted to tell you. It's very interesting. You know, we as black women have a horrible um, relationship. You know, we got a lot of horrible relationships. I mean, with sex, with hair. So let me speak on myself, because not all women, I'm not going to say all black women do, but I've had a horrible relationship with my hair my whole life. And um, as a little girl, first of all, I'm, I apologize, giving honor to the most high God. I hope everybody's doing well this evening. As a little girl, I um, had beautiful, long, sandy brown hair. Um, I never had dark hair. It's always sandy brown. Um, my baby girl has my color hair. Um, so it's always been sandy brown, very long. It was past my shoulders as a little girl. And my mother would put them in pigtails and barrettes. Or, you know the ribbon? I cannot find this ribbon. Well, I guess it's thick yarn. But it used to be ribbons that were like thick yarn. That's the material they felt like, like yarn. And she used to put those bows in my hair. <laughs> I am aging myself. Um, my hair was always done in pigtails and things like that. And then one year, I remember my mother taking me to this beautician to get my hair done. And the only thing that I remember about that night is I cried and cried and cried because this woman had put a perm in my hair and cut my hair. And my hair was never the same after that. It was, I don't know what that woman put in my hair, but I remember my mother being pissed off because my hair was never the same after that. And I remember to try to get my my mother for her to try to get my hair to grow back um, to its natural length, which was past my shoulder to the mid, my back. I remember she put a jerry curl in my hair and I wore that for years. I did not want to hear it. You can keep your jokes. I hated that thing. I hated going to that. I think that is the reason why to this day, I hate going to the beauty shop. Like I hate, I despise going to the beauty shop I had one um, person that has done my hair for like the past four years and I enjoyed going to her beauty shop but anybody else prior to that I cannot shout out to Kinsu like I cannot go to anyone else's shop but hers I can't go to hers right now because I'm laid off and I don't have the funds to do it but She's the only person that I'll let in my hair. So the reason why I despise going to beauty shops is that trauma that happened to my beautiful hair. And my mother was a photographer on the side, so she would dress me up in these wigs and things like that. And uh, beautiful pictures. She was a beautiful photographer. But I've just had this horrible relationship with my hair. And I could never get it back to its normal length, to its natural state. I just, 
I couldn't, so, um, you know, I wore braids for the most of my life. I feel very comfortable in braids. I've never felt um, comfortable in my natural hair. I perm my hair a lot. I would install my own weaves. I learned how to do my own hair. I learned how to braid my own hair, weave my own hair. And then for me doing my hair and my daughter's hair, what ended up happening is I did their hair their whole life. And so, you know, my hands started getting really weak and it became very hard for me to braid. My hands would cramp and then I started experiencing um, a lot of hair loss myself. Um, And I don't even know what that's about. And just um, maybe about five or six years ago, my oldest daughter, she went natural. She just cold turkey stopped perming her hair and she convinced us to stop perming our hair and we did and um I remember my baby girl maybe about two years ago she did the big cut and I did like a trim here and a trim there but I never did the big cut and for the last like two years she's been telling me like mom you need to do the big cut and so my hair is natural and just it's just it's just it's like so brittle and so hard and I've tried all these different brands of natural shampoo and oils and then I just end up braiding it back up because I can't do anything with it and I'm like this close to perm back to permanent but I feel like if I perm it I'm going to disappoint myself and it's just going to destroy all these years of me having my natural hair so about three months ago I was just praying on it because I was like you know there's this myth if you have um, short hair you know it's not attractive and then if you have long hair you are but if it's a weave you bitches wear weave and that ain't your natural hair like no matter what you do with your hair it's just always somebody has something to say so it's just always been this um the hair is what represents your beauty in our community and I just don't want to feel that way anymore I want to feel comfortable in my own skin with uh, my natural hair so I prayed and prayed to the most high about it and he literally told me he said chop it off and start all over and I was like what and he was like chop it off start all over um So I'm like, okay. And sometimes you question, like, is this yourself talking to yourself or is this really the most high talking to you? And so um, I had asked my homegirl because she used to wear her hair short. My homegirl so pretty. And um, she used to wear her hair short. She would either wear it jet black or she would wear it blonde. And she just, she rocks a short shot. She rocks a short style better than Jaden Pinkett Smith. Like my girl, she she wears that. She knows I'm talking about her. Shout out to Marie Dixon. <laughs> Marie. Um, she, nobody wears a short style like her that I know of. Like her, they rock it. She rocks it, like for real, for real. Um... But she didn't have the clippers, so I was like, okay, what am I going to do with my hair? Um, I can't afford to go get it braided up. Um, It's just not in the budget right now. 
let me try to braid it myself but my hair is broken out so much that i can't braid it the way i want to braid it so i'm gonna just throw some braids in here and wear a hat because you know you still want to feel and look feminine for me i don't not trying to disrespect anybody but i want to feel and look like a girl um no matter what i want to feel feminine i want to feel and look like a woman i want to feel sexy and feel beautiful so i was talking to my husband and i was like well let me know when you're going to your barber so he told me like a last week that he made an appointment for today so i go in there and i wake up this morning and i pray and i'm like this is a big day like I was told to do this months ago, never had time to do it, you know, with the COVID and everything, and this is the big day, and I'm kind of nervous, but I'm not, you know, that nervousness that's there because it's used to being there, I, I don't, I don't know, so I'm praying about it, and so we get to the barbershop, and we sit in the car, and I'm thinking our appointment is at nine, and he did tell me nine. But he swear he told me 9.30, but he told me 9 because the one thing about me getting, chopping my hair off was that I didn't want other men to be in the barbershop. Like, I needed to go through this process either by myself or with my family. And what's funny is my son ended up coming because he was getting his hair cut today. So it was like a family affair. It was like me, my husband, and my son. And it was so comforting because it was um a, a, a support for me um even though my husband was on his phone the whole time i was chopping my hair off but that's all another story so um so she uh, she sits in the chair and i tell her i want it as short as you can get it but i don't want to be bald because i'm trying to bring in my natural my natural god-given curl that i have to my hair and i want my hair to grow back um healthy it was funny as is as i'll tell you that story later remind me to tell you that story later just joking i'll tell you the story later so i sit in the chair and she wraps me up with the cape and you know puts the the cloth the, the white thing around my neck and i hear the clippers and i'm not nervous i really don't feel anything but let me tell you something when she put that clipper to my head and i could feel her shaving my hair you know, because she took a little bit at a time and was like, I'm going to use a four and then I'm going to use a three. It was like these, this different technique that they used. So she didn't take it all off in one sitting. It was like three different types of sizes she used before we got to the length that I rather like. But when I tell you that I sat in that chair and I was like, thank you, most high. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, I was just thanking and praising the most high because it was so free. Like, it was such freedom. It was as if I was shaving off all those years of trauma and just all that bad stuff was just it was like it was seeping into every root of every hair on my head and when she shaved it off let me tell you like i i don't i don't cry and i know a lot of people say that but my friends and family tell you like i don't cry um like the most emotional i get is mad and like i can cry right now because it was so free i felt so 
free and it was so funny because prior to that I was so worried about I don't want to look like a boy and I don't want to look like this I want to feel feminine I want to feel beautiful because I see those pictures of those women who have short haircuts and they look so beautiful and sexy and I want to feel that way and it was like so when she got done the first time I was looking at it and I was like uh okay she was like well shorter and I was like yeah and I looked at my husband and he was like yeah so then she cut it a little shorter and we're looking and I'm going uh needs to be a little bit shoulder shorter and by the third time it was like the way she lined me up and the way she did it it was just so it was just beautiful it was just just it was just absolutely beautiful and I'm feeling that way in this moment I don't know how I'm gonna feel tomorrow I might wake up tomorrow and be like what the fuck did I do I look like an ugly boy and I don't know I hope that that doesn't happen but I will say this so when I got in the shower to wash my hair oh my god it was so joyous because it was like I don't know like I could feel the shampoo on my scalp and like my scalp was breathing and it was so quick and easy to wash my hair and I had enough energy to wash it twice then I really got to rub the leave-in conditioner in it and put the curl um leave-in conditioner in it's like this leave-in conditioner for your natural curls to come in and I was like and I could see a little remnants of my natural curl. You know what I'm saying? And so, it's the first time in many, 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 many years that I actually felt good about my natural hair. And that is disgusting to say. Because we as black women should always be made to feel good. No matter what the texture of our hair is, no matter what the color of our hair is, no matter what the length of our hair is, we should never be made to feel as if we are ugly or we're not good enough or pretty enough just because of the texture or the length or whatever the case may be of our hair. And what was funny is like after I got my hair cut, I was sitting in the chair waiting for my husband and my son to get their haircuts and I was just scrolling along the um, Facebook and I came across this post of Sanaya Latham and just random it was just random but it wasn't random because the most high will will give you a message in so many different ways but you have to be in your spiritual eye and your spiritual realm to be paying attention to that and so Oh my God, her hair is absolutely beautiful. I mean, after she did that, um, after did she did that movie Nappy Hair, I think it was called, um, on Netflix, and I remember watching that, and I remember her reaction when she shaved her hair off, and I thought that that was so bold, and I think that was the 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 instinct that goes into your system, but then. I was watching this other girl that was on Nicole's View show. Um, I liked her um, commentary with Nicole View, so I had subscribed to her channel. And she had a hair journey on there. And she shaved her hair off. And that gave me more encouragement. And then right after that, that's when the Most High was like, 
shave it off. Like, shave it off. And so looking at that picture of Sanaya, she her the way her hair was after two years after she shaved her hair and how beautiful and long it was, it was just even that much more like, yes. That's when I knew that it was it was the most high telling me to do that and it was so freeing and I'm not saying that I recommend that for everybody. I'm just talking about my hair journey and the awful relationship that I've had with my hair. And now um, that I've come to peace with that and I'm allowed, the Most High has allowed me to start from the beginning again. Uh, the one thing that I am very conscious of that I will do is in the process of taking care of my hair and I just want my hair um, to know that I love you. I love my hair. I'm going to take care of you with love and with kindness. Um, I'm sorry for taking advantage of you and not taking great care of you and not allowing people to take great care of you. But this journey that we go on, I hope that is uh, a beautiful journey. Um, I hope this hair journey for me um, and my hair is an inspiring journey for others. And I know I'm going to have those days. And and let's hope not. But I just think we as black women need to get in a better place with in our hair. And that that allows me to segue into a commentary. Let me say thank you, Most High, and thank you, my beautiful head of hair, and let's love each other as we go forward in this journey and bring back our nat the natural God-given element of my hair and the natural length of my hair and the natural beauty of my hair, even if I don't decide to grow it out. Let's just love on each other. Um, and I thank you. And I'm going to segue that into, it's funny because I was up at three o'clock in the morning. I have weird hours because of my work schedule. I'm still on my work schedule time. So anyway, and I was listening to a YouTuber that I listened to and he was talking about um, Candace Owens. And we all know Candace Owens. Okay, so I've never spoke about her and I didn't think that I would ever speak about her on this show. Um, but, you know, Candace Owens, is we all know who she is. And she doesn't have a lot of nice things to say about the black community. But the one thing that I did agree with what she said is, um, you know, about the guy wearing the dress. And she was like, why is this? Basically, I'm paraphrasing, like, why is this okay? Where are our manly men? And, you know, you can't say things like that now because then people want to call you homophobic and transphobic and fuck all that. I'm not scared of y'all. I want a manly man. Period. Point. Blank. And it's no phobia about it. So, you know, that was said. So I guess Miley Cyrus's sister or Miley Virus or Miley um, used the black community to come up on your musical career when everybody dumps your ass and then you wanted to turn around and disrespect the very sad community that made you famous. That bitch. Um, I guess her sister 
called Candace a nappy-headed bitch or a nappy-headed hoe. Let me tell you something, Trick. Like, I don't care for Candace and I don't, I don't, I don't like people who hate themselves, who have so much self-hate for themselves. I don't like that. But the one thing you not gonna do, Trick, is you not gonna disrespect our sisters. I don't care. Like, you know, somebody posed the question, well, do we defend Candace Owens? See, we can come for each other. We can but you bitch and your stinking ass sister, you don't get to use those words. And then what you're not going to do is you're not going to use those words and then pretend like you didn't know what it meant. I'm so sorry. And I'm glad Ghetto Black Twitter got your ass together because, see, let me tell you something, white people, Asian people, even some black people. What we're not going to do is you not going to get to call us niggas and call us nappy-headed bitches and then pretend like you don't know what you were saying because, see, the point is, as long as you get it out there, you said it, you don't really mean your apology. You mean exactly what you said. So hold your nuts. Hold your motherfucking nuts. If you said it, you said it. But understand that we ain't having this bullshit no more. You don't get to call us out our names and get to keep disrespecting us and think we're going to forgive you motherfuckers. Ain't no more forgiveness. You said it, you said it. And anybody that supports a Miley Cyrus or her motherfucking sister or the Joe Jonases or whoever can sit up here and disrespect the very community that y'all copy. The very community that y'all pay good money to have lips like us, have hips like us, shit, even have hair like us. Want to talk like us and walk like us? Oh, it's okay for y'all to sing hip-hop and dance to hip-hop and all this motherfucking shit, but then you want to turn around and disrespect my said people? We're not having it. So anybody who supports these said entities that continue to disrespect us, I will no longer support you. So if you support them and you use your mouth to come out and defend those people who disrespect the black community, fuck you and the donkey that you rode in on. So as far as Miley Virus Cyrus sister concerned, I don't know that bitch name, fuck you. We can disres- We can not like Candace Owens all day long. She's our people. But what you not gonna do, bitch, is you not gonna come into our community and think that you gonna disrespect our sisters. It's not gonna happen. Now, Candace, even though I'm defending you, I don't like a lot of things that you do, especially towards your own community. There are some things that I do agree with you say, but not all things. But I really believe that you have a lot of self-hate. But that's your business. I'm not here to condemn you. You use your platform the way you want to use your platform. But what you're not going to do, what y'all not going to do is call her out her name. And you're not going to use the N-word. And you're not going to use nappy head hoe or nappy head bitch. Because that goes back to my first conversation about the relationship that we are forced to have with our natural beauty. It's bitches like you that create that insecurity. 
and not just you, we have a lot of black men in our community. I love you brothers, but y'all are part of the problem too, which you want your exotic woman with the long hair and this and that. Y'all are part of the problem too. You want to get on your YouTube channels and talk about how we go to the stores to get weeds and stuff, but you just making that point about it embeds more insecurity in us because all of us don't feel comfortable in our natural hair because of what has been embedded in our psyche all these years. And instead of you sitting up there having an opinion about something that you don't even have to go through. Like if you say, sisters, it's okay to wear your natural hair, you're beautiful no matter what, that's fine. But to have a whole conversation about how we wear weaves and we go to the we go to the Japanese store or whoever store to get our hair and we put this hair in our hair, you don't get to have that conversation, brothers, because all you have to do is go in a barber shop, sit in front of a barber, and either get your locks locked up or get your hair faded and lined up. You don't have the relationship with your hair the way women have the relationship with our hair. So you don't get to speak on our trauma because you will never experience it so with all due respect when you on your youtube channels um having an opinion about black women's hair i suggest you not do that because it's very offensive and it doesn't help matt it doesn't help us with our strength and with our relationship with our own hair because you don't have to walk around and experience it it's you know yeah, sometimes we got to be hard on our community and put our or put our foots on our people's necks. I get it. But there's some I can't speak on certain men's subjects because I've never experienced it. I don't know what it's like to be a black man. I don't. But there's certain things about a woman, you know, the twerking incident. Yeah, okay, speak on that. I, as a man, I don't think that is becoming of a woman and I think it's disrespectful and blah, blah, blah. I get it. But when it comes to things like our hair and our femininity, I don't think you get to speak on that because you don't have to sit in between your mama's legs and get your hair pressed out and your ears burned. You didn't have to sit for six to 12 hours to get your hair braided. You don't have to sit with some boy that you like calls you nappy headed and why like that scene in um what's that scene in that movie with Sanaa Latham and she dating that white boy and Blair Underwood goes oh I like you better when your hair was long like but she was wearing her natural hair and she was beautiful like we've experienced that from you guys our whole life so I'm not saying all black men but most of you superficial motherfuckers yes and you don't get to be on your YouTube channels speaking on the relationship that black women have with their hair. You don't get to do that. Stick to what you motherfucking know. Well, I will continue to support you, but that's something that you can't speak on because we have our own trauma. It's just like that young man with the locks who got his locks cut off. He's someone that can speak on that. Because he experienced it in that way. So many men have experienced it in that, in that way. So if you speak on it, don't speak on it in such a negative as if you are putting us down. If you're going to have an opinion about it, you don't get to join the bandwagon. Because basically how you said it in your commentary was still continuing to put us down. 
And it's like, that's why, that's one of the reasons why we have the relationship with our hair. We can't get no job if we natural, even though they've embedded laws now where we can do it. But prior to that, it was already years of that trauma. Years of you got to go get a weave because your hair need to be straight. You can't wear your natural, beautiful hair. You got to put on these wigs, which is another problem because that could take your hair out too. So at the end of the day, it's like, brothers, if you want us to become natural and you love us in our natural state, you have to be a bit more understanding of a plight that you know nothing about. So be careful what you say. And sisters, power to the people. I am with you on your hair journey. Let's love ourselves. Let's love our hair. Let's embrace our hair. And let's be strong in this journey. I love you listeners. Um, I appreciate you. I appreciate your support. And I will see you on the next episode. Have a beautiful evening.